welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. Today, I am thrilled to interview Wendy Seelig Preeb, because what a journey. Wendy worked at a law firm for only a year before she jumped into a very different path, Major League Baseball. After working as part of the general counsel of the Milwaukee Brewers for eight years, she was promoted to president and CEO, making her the only female CEO of an MLB team at the time. The Sports Business Journal ranked her among the most powerful women in sports for three consecutive years, and she was a finalist for the Women in Sports and Events Women of the Year Award. However, Wendy took another bold career move in 2005 as she jumped from baseball to fashion, starting her own clothing company. From leadership to entrepreneurship to motherhood to philanthropy, Wendy has done it all. And she is here with us today to share her story. Wendy, I cannot thank you enough for joining us, and we are so looking forward to chatting with you. Thanks, Susan, and I'm really glad to do it, and I love listening to all the stories that you feature because I think at the end of the day, stories are how we all learn more than facts and figures, and everybody has such an interesting journey, so really happy to have an opportunity to talk to you today. You are so right, Wendy. Stories, we all have our own story, and so many times we think, oh, my story is not that valuable, but having done this, I think that these women and their stories have just been empowering to me and I know to others. But you know what, this is about you today, and and how did you jump from law to sports, and then you went from the only female president of Major League Baseball, and and then on to a fashion industry? I am a little wowed and overwhelmed, and and so today, could you just start that journey of what was in your mind as you were making some of these transitions, and I know as women, you're also a mother throughout this. So let me start by saying I've absolutely had a very nonlinear career, which is becoming more than norm today, but never, never, never my goal. So I'm like a lot of high-achieving women, high-achieving people, right? We all sort of, we want to do really well in school so we can go to a good college. Then we want to do really well in college so we can go to a good law school. Then we want to do really well in law school so that we can get a a job with a great firm. And um, my life was you know, sort of in a a very set place. But what I think happens often is both our opportunities and our priorities change as life goes on. And so while I never intended to go and have a very nonlinear path, let alone one that went from corporate law to baseball to fashion to lots of other interesting initiatives and passions along the way, I think from that, one of the life lessons I've learned is there's an expression that we all know that the only two things certain in life are death and taxes. <laughs> I'd like to adapt that somewhat and say the only thing certain in life is change, death, and taxes. And the truth is change happens. Sometimes we like it. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we get to initiate it. Often we don't. In my case, I was very fortunate because in each juncture of my life, 
I did have, I'll say, the courage and willingness to take the risk to get out of that mode of that, you know, predictable next step and trying to always follow maybe others' interpretation of personal success and decide that I was going to define it for myself. And that big step happened in 2005. So I left my career in baseball. And as luck would have it, my husband's job took us to Phoenix, Arizona, a place I had never lived, more of a Midwest, East Coast girl. So now I was living in the Southwest where I knew no one and trying to figure out what that next role for me should be. And I gave myself a year to sort of figure it out, get acclimated to life there. At that point, my daughter was seven. And I had been that often it's people who are already very well connected within their community. But my initial goal with the company was very different. My goal was to meet interesting women. I thought, who doesn't want to meet a woman who sells great clothes? I thought I'd do it for six to 12 months, right, until I kind of figured out what that next step for me would be. And ultimately, I fell in love with the business. And I actually grew my business into the biggest in um, the country and was ultimately recruited to be the president of the company. And so many people look at that and say, what a great success story. But in all honesty, the success of that story for me was the confidence that I gained in the reinvention of myself. And that really gave me, if you will, the confidence to springboard into other opportunities as I have gone along. So I'd love to tell you that I had a master plan and it all worked just as I had envisioned it, but we all know life really doesn't unfold that way. Oh, I I so agree. And, And, you know, when you say change and death and taxes, I also clearly heard something else that you have been um, really proficient at, and that's flexibility. Just in your life's journey, where your husband is is um, asked to move to Phoenix, and instead of saying, "Oh no, what happens now?" you kept growing as a person, and that reinvention of sort of oneself. I think as women, we often do, and we don't give ourselves enough credit. You know, when you talk about that, can you tell me a little bit about how Worth is focused on finding like opportunities for empowering women and how some of this philanthropy that you've done supported women over the years. I mean, it's been so much of a give back to other women. And here you went out to Phoenix to find other women who are going to kind of encourage you. And now that's sort of turned around, and I think you're such a role model for encouraging other women. So, indeed, uh, that's really what I didn't anticipate. One of the things I didn't anticipate when I joined the company was that indeed my interest in succeeding in business together with my passion for empowering women really came together. And today there are so many opportunities for women to go into business at various opportunities in the whole spectrum. And so direct-to-consumer fashion companies like Worth have created a great opportunity for entrepreneurial women who often think that they may not have a skill set that is relevant today. And often it's women who have taken a break from their career for whatever reason, whether it's to raise your kids, whether it's to care for a parent. There's all sorts of reasons that people take 
breaks in their careers. And often what happens is then you want to re-engage. And indeed, you may not be able to go back to exactly where you were. That may or may not be an option, and you may or may not want to go back to where you were. And we develop so many additional skills even when we're not in the business world. You know, you said yourself, you're a mother. I'm a mother as well. I believe some of my best lessons in leadership have come from being a parent. I believe being a parent has made me a better leader, and being a leader made me a better parent. And so as you look at those skills that you've developed, also often we're involved in philanthropic opportunities. And so whether that's being on nonprofit boards, whether that's running major capital campaigns, there's lots of leadership opportunities that we get involved in at various stages of our lives. And those skills and those experiences and those connections and relationships can then lead to other business opportunities that maybe don't seem like the next logical progressive step. But if you indeed figure out what you're passionate about, and I'm so, I'm such a strong believer in knowing your why. Why is it that you want to do something? And once you really can understand what that why is, that will lead you to the next great thing. It isn't necessarily what you do. It isn't necessarily how you do it. I'm also a people-driven leader, and so I'm very influenced by the people that I'm going to work with, work for. I'm all about a team, and not just because I come from a sports background, (laughs) but I really believe in life we have success and we find happiness because of our tribe, because of our team. I agree. I, I, I I can't thank you enough. We all need as women, I think, the one thing I keep hearing over and over from you is that we have to stay focused on sharing with each other opportunities that each of us can grow from with our skills of connecting each other and, and really stay open and, and open other doors for other women. I mean, I, I, I over and over I hear that through your journey, you were always giving back. Your eyes were open wide to opportunities. And I think once we, once we begin to focus on that, only growth comes out of it. I'd love to kind of have you finish up today because clearly you've made so many bold changes of directions throughout your career. What advice would you give the other women that maybe are listening today who feel as though they want to switch up maybe their job or they want a fresh start? Where where do they go? I, I know when we talk about opportunities, we talk about sharing with each other our skills that we sometimes don't give enough credit to these women who are maybe driving their car today or sitting in their office listening to this podcast and saying, what is it that I need to do for bold change? Instead of saying, wow, Wendy's done such amazing things, what is it that I have? Yeah, for sure. You don't want to try to follow in someone else's footsteps. I would say, first and foremost, do not wait for the perfect time or to be perfectly prepared because it will never come. So at some point, take a step take a risk. And I couldn't end this conversation without sharing something that I heard someone else say recently that really resonated with me. And that is, we have two hands. 
And I think it's always important to be using one to push yourself forward and the other to bring another woman, another colleague, a friend, a sister along and empower her at the same time. And I think if you do those two things, you end up with a really great, impactful, meaningful life path. I, I can't agree with you more. I, I love that, that sort of a vision of two hands, to, one to push ourselves, but one to bring others. If we started each day with that, how much more powerful we would be. Wendy, today you leave each of us with our kind of question of what's our why. And I think each of us has leaders inside and we just need to think about how can I be a better leader and then how can I give back. This has been a wow interview for me because you are a role model of many of us and I can't thank you enough for joining us today. Thank you, Susan. I really enjoyed it. And thank you, each of you, for tuning in today to our episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes or podcast app or follow us on SoundCloud, Podbean, and womensradio.com for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.